How's it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me, as usual, is Leonard. This is a show about wrestling, and this is a new segment that we will return to periodically uh, called Fully Loaded Questions. Now, you might have checked out some of our other videos, Stupid Questions, where we answer right off the top of our head. This involves questions that we have a little bit of time to prepare for, um, and for good reason. So... Our first one, and I initially thought this was going to be a lengthy topic, but I don't know that it will be a lengthy topic, mm. uh, but it did take a little bit of research, and that is, what is the best WWE non-Big Four pay-per-view? And Leonard and I talked in a previous episode about how we weren't going to include, King of, or I'm not, we weren't going to include In Your House, I should say. Mm. Um, those were basically one after the other, and I don't know. I I wouldn't necessarily count it. If people out there think that in your house on its own should be counted, please let me know. Um, but there were a couple of in your house events where the title of that in your house did go on <laughs> own pay per view, recurring pay per view. So that was the question posed to Leonard, what is the best WWE non-Big Four pay-per-view, so we are not including WrestleMania, Royal mm -hmm. Survivor Series, or um, SummerSlam. Slam. <laughs> what am I? Yeah, I'm brain farting. Mm -hmm. So yes, none of those events are included, and so we had to look back and see which events jumped out at us as being the best. And before I give my criteria of what I looked at, since this question was given to Leonard, I am going to let him start. Okay. Well, after looking at the list of all the pay-per-view names that they've used over the years, I think the winner was pretty obvious to me. I went with King of the Ring. This was the first regular pay-per-view WWE used after establishing the big four. It was kind of a stopgap between WrestleMania and SummerSlam and a pay-per-view with a unique gimmick like Survivor Series and Royal Rumble and one that could really elevate a talent to the next level when used properly, and it often did. Uh, the tournament became something people looked forward to every year and wanted to see how you know it went, like the Rumble. Uh, it's an event that has uh, had some iconic moments over the years. Uh, the coining of Austin 316 came from this. Uh, Hogan losing to Yokozuna and leaving WWE for a decade. Awesome, awesome matches. Um, just to name a few, uh, Bret Hart versus Kurt Henning in 93. Owen Hart versus 1-2-3 Kid in 94. Those were tournament matches. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon in a street fight in 01. Undertaker versus Triple H in 02. And, of course, the Hell in a Cell from 98, Undertaker versus Mankind. Well, wow, I find that interesting. See, I did not know what his pick was going to be. So I wasn't sure if we were going to have the same pick. And we do not have the same pick, which makes this more interesting. So first I'll respond to uh, your pick as King of the Ring. So an easy as it is an easy answer to come up with King of the Ring, because for a while that was the kind of unnamed fifth of the big four, right? Um, because there was a lot of weight given to the King of the Ring. And for good reason, Leonard just mentioned a bunch of the reasons, a lot of iconic moments. And for a while, the people that would win that tournament would go on to bigger and better things. It was a huge rocket push 
um, for anybody that you could see that the company was invested in. The reason I didn't pick it is because I think you can limit those iconic moments and where it was really focused on as a big pay-per-view from like, you know, 93 to 99, maybe. And like, it may be 93 on its own and being the first one. And then 95 to 99 specifically, um, where it really, every, every person that won, it really meant something and it was a big deal. And, but then after that, you would start to see winners that really didn't go on to be anything that spectacular. And it stopped in 2002 all the way up until uh, 2015, it came back as its own pay-per-view. And, you know, then they brought it back as strictly, you know, kind of a side thing when um, Corbin won. And that was basically just because they had nothing other else for him to do at the time. Why not make him a king and give him that gimmick? And that's kind of where I feel like it is now. Like they, we, oh, we want to have a king of the ring. And it's like, we just want to give that gimmick to someone. It's a king and queen of the ring coming up, by the way. They're still going to do it this year. And it's like, we need to give that gimmick to somebody. And that gimmick historically has proven to be the shits for anybody not named Jerry Lawler. So anyway. That that gimmick is outside of the pay-per-view. So you're saying the gimmick sucks, but the gimmick is not the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view well, is the pay-per-view. Yeah, so like what I mean by that is like they have the the ceremony with somebody giving the crown, and then a lot of times what happens is what? That person goes on to be named, uh, you know, King Seamus, which Seamus did it for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. or King Corbin or whoever. Like they try to give that as part of their character, um, which – Nowadays, I don't think adds to a character. I think it is a sign of we don't have anything for that person. I agree with that on the gimmick, but that's not the question you asked. The question you asked was pay-per-view, best string of pay-per-views. And if you look at the pay-per-views and you said yourself, oh, well, it was pretty good up to about 99. So you're saying it was good except for the like the last two. And I gave two good matches. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you made, you made your case very well. Um, again, I considered this one, but the reason I didn't go with it is because I felt like they did because they didn't stay with it. It was a shame. They didn't stay with it. I wish they would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it started to lose its effect in terms of the tournament part of it. Now, yes, in, terms of the, part of it. in terms of the iconic moments, the iconic moments, I think you could probably put this one as the best answer just based on stone cold winning king of the ring and the foley taker hell in the cell which are two of the most iconic moments um that there is and including some one of my favorite matches shane and angle in that street fight um you know so there's a lot of great matches in king of the ring it has a a very good legacy um so what I went with, and so I'll just show my criteria here. So I looked at card quality and match quality, storyline and build to that event, and overall impact. Um, those were kind of the three things I was looking at. And I initially veered off of this choice, but at the end of the day, I kind of had to go with it, um, which is backlash. 
Um, now we just talked about backlash and I initially wasn't going to go with it because it is so close to WrestleMania. And, you know, for a while there, it was just kind of a continuation of WrestleMania to the point now where they just literally call it WrestleMania backlash. Um, but based on its longevity, it, you know, it is just, it's one of those events that you always have an eye on as to what they're going to do with like what storylines from WrestleMania will we see continue on it to backlash. And the first one, for example, they had stone cold and the rock and a no holds barred match uh, with Shane as the special guest referee that was backlash 99. Um, and, you know, you look at, there's always at least some good matches on the backlash card, even if they are rematches, um, you would have the year after that, you would have Triple H in the Rock. Um, they would have uh, Triple H versus Hollywood Hogan for the undisputed title in 2002. You would have Goldberg, Gold, Goldberg versus the Rock. You would have uh, a big rematch um, in 2004 with Benoit and Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Um, and the list goes on. There's a lot. I mean, this pay-per-view has been going on for a long time. And what's weird, though, is that from two after 2009 it wouldn't return until 2016 and if you look at 2009 was another pay-per-view i was going to go with i was looking at very closely was judgment day and judgment day i was looking at closely because of the card quality there's always judgment day would usually occur around the may period and it would be judgment day where you would finally see the champion they went with at wrestlemania is now involved in a big feud like he's now like whoever it is is involved in a big feud that's been going on. Um, so Judgment Day I like a lot too, but that also stopped in 2009. And what why the reason I bring that part of it up is because I think it's fascinating that uh, from 2010 to 2016 Vince went through like a tantrum uh, of sorts with pay-per-view names. Um, it, it's just weird that some of these have not lasted or went away and then came back. Um, his whole approach to pay-per-view names is somewhat perplexing to me. I don't know how you feel about it, but. Uh, I never really thought about it. You know, some come, some go, some stick around. Pay-per-view names are always kind of odd because uh, you want something to, you know, attract attention, but it's not necessarily the, the selling point. Great Bowls of Fire, for instance. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, you know, you know, uh, back I wouldn't have gone with backlash for a reason you mentioned that it seems like it's a WrestleMania rehash. It, right. It's a lot of just, you know, taking the fallout and seeing, can we squeeze some more juice out of what we just did? Right. Um, as opposed to resetting the gears for say SummerSlam, you know, coming up. So, so yes, you do get good matches out of backlash because you're getting either retreads or slight, slight tweaks from, the WrestleMania matches, which should be your best matches of the year. But, you know, that's one reason why I didn't look at Backlash is because it feels to me, it just feels like this is the WrestleMania leftover. And do you think that, like, it's good that they went with the name WrestleMania Backlash? Or do you think they just should have stuck with Backlash on its own? Uh, I, I From a marketing standpoint, I think WrestleMania Backlash makes sense. Because, it, because they're finally admitting what it is, what you just said. Yeah, is that it's, you know, it's part B 
or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a best, you can't say WrestleMania retread or WrestleMania revisited. But Backlash is kind of a cool name, and it does give that connotation of it's going back or it's the the fallout from you know right. WrestleMania happened, and now this is what's this is what's next. Which, in a weird way, is why I think it's an important pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fallout to this big event, like the uh, you know the second part of what we just saw, what will happen now that all these things have gone down at WrestleMania? Um, it, it's uh, it has uh, what is what do I want to say? It has like nine, 18 entries here, so it's has happened eighteen mm-hmm. times um, over the years, and uh, you know to a point, I, I kind of stopped researching after a certain point, like after I want to say like the twenty fifteen area like i really look at the pay-per-views after that because like they would really pay play fast and loose with which ones they kept and which ones they didn't uh, they tried the great american bash for a while um, yeah. and then they just went with the bash um no mercy was one that was around for a while as well um then- no mercy was my second place yeah no mercy no mercy has a lot of good uh history on it as well yeah, I did go with it because it, I mean, it hit hard, but for a shorter period of time. Um, I mean, I marked a couple here. You had the ladder match at 99 between Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys, which I think elevated both of them. You had the amazing three stages of, of, of hell match between Austin and Triple H at 01. You had Edge and Christian versus Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit for the tag titles in 02. And the most important thing, No Mercy had its own video game on the N64. That's true. And, um, so, was was the was the three stages of hell no mercy or was that no way out? I'm pretty sure it was no mercy because it was on the list. Well, unless it, I unless I crossed no way out and no mercy when I was researching. Well, while you research, I'll try to look this up. While you research it, I'll just say because I when you mentioned that match, I thought about no way out, and obviously no way out is a pay per view that has been around for a long time and lasted very long. Uh, you know so. One would say, "What about that one?" Well, what the re- that pay per view to me has proved itself to be basically a filler pay per view. It's we already know where we're going at WrestleMania, and we need to have matches at this event to hold fans off until we get to WrestleMania. Largely, No Way Out has proven to mean very, very little. At times, they have stipulations of somebody puts their number one contender spot on the line or what have you. Um, but most of the time, I thought no way. I was just a filler pay per view, and I was not very interested in it. So, does it has it had good matches over the years? Absolutely. But uh, that's why, like, I think it's more interesting to look at the fallout of WrestleMania rather than here's what's going to happen right before WrestleMania, <laughs> because we already know that they have a plan in mind, and we're going to get to that plan no matter what. So here's this series of matches. Hopefully, you enjoy them. Um, what do you think about No Way Out, Leonard? Um, I was trying to find, for some reason, I can't seem to find the uh, the card, the right card for either. Um, but 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 the um, the first three stages of hell between Triple H and Stone Cold, I have the date. It was February twenty February twenty fifth, two thousand one. So that would have been No Way Out, not No Mercy. So when I was looking at both those names back and forth, I got those I got those mixed up. Probably the best match in No Way Out history. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah. So, yeah. So, No Way Out, yeah. And and, and this is actually gets me to another thing I wanted to mention was the ones I don't like. 
because now that February slot is the elimination chamber. Right. And, and yeah, that February slot is basically we're trying to get to Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, but we can't give away any of the good WrestleMania stuff. Right. So it, it, it's second place stuff or running in place until we get the WrestleMania type stuff. So, but, but what I also want to mention, so now they use the elimination chamber for that because they can use that to set up the secondary title match or something else. And I, it's not that I necessarily don't like elimination chamber, but I don't like the pay-per-views that are about a gimmick match only. And you can say Survivor Series is that, Royal Rumble is that, but that's a little bit different. TLC. Yeah, T, uh, you know, TLC, uh, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, all these matches. The match existed first, and then they built a pay-per-view around it, unlike Survivor Series which and Royal Rumble, which were its own thing from the start. Yeah, these are match types that I got their say, own I would say I like TLC better than Extreme Rules, um, if I was rating those two on their own. Like mm-hmm. Extreme Rules is probably one of my least favorite because especially the way what it turned into like they kept calling it extreme rules and it became so (laughs) non-extreme like and or they would have these just weird matches that just meant nothing you know like a chain match or a chairs match Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah extreme rules i was not a fan of either um what did you what would what did you think about the cyber pay-per-views cyber sunday taboo tuesday i always thought those were rigged yeah, and like what Bruce Pritchard has said over the years is that they weren't necessarily quote unquote rigged, but they were heavily, you know, swayed so that they the crowd picked certain things. Right. It was like who who do you want to see Steve Austin fight? The Rock, Mantar, <laughs> the, the 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 Brooklyn Brawler, your grandma. I mean, it was always you know like one good pick and then two lousy ones. Yeah. Yeah, um, they did try that for a while, but uh, yeah, and I, and I would say the other ones I don't like are the crown jewels because those are glorified they house of, shows. They yeah, they're glorified house shows and they take place like outside of regular continuity. Yeah, they do. They're, almost, they're like their own pocket dimension. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and and they always bring back people uh, like Shawn Michaels. I'm never wrestling again. Goes to crown jewel, puts on a shit show. I, you can't tell me he doesn't regret doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got, he's got to. So, I mean, I, I, I get the fact that, and you know what, go do your glorified house show. Doesn't mean you have to put it on TV. Right, yeah, I agree. Um, this one, I guess, will be an exception. The fact that they're doing Night of Champions there, and it's going to be the end of uh, a tournament. Yeah. The new world champ, so. Well, the best of the world tournament was over there, wasn't it? Oh, God, I forgot about that, yeah. The Shane McMahon thing, yeah. Yeah, because they had to give these special things and then give it a big trophy and make it seem like, I guess they were just servicing the, you know, political heads of Saudi Arabia. Like, see how important this is? We're creating this trophy. Like, <laughs> they never did a best in the world again after that. No, so they- never. Yeah. So let us know what you thought um, of this question what the best big non-pay-per-view a non-big four pay-per-view was uh we didn't include wcw obviously because that would provide other answers automatically um but uh perhaps that'll lead to a question about wcw down the road yes maybe we can look at their best non 
paper. You know, outside of Starcade, I, I don't know. They, they didn't feel like they had a big four. I mean, there was, well, there's Great American Bash, there was Starcade. Maybe you could say Slamboree, maybe you could say Super Brawl, but it wasn't quite the same thing. No, I agree. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you thought of this question and check out our other episodes, Stupid Questions, Segment Surgery, Random Match Reviews, our full-length episodes. Um, we are available wherever you listen to podcasts as well. Uh, for Leonard, my name is Chad, and we will see you next time.